0: In the far distant future, the forty first millennium, there are only skeletons. And a only podcast. Two skeletons? Only two skeletons in a podcast. Two skeletons in a podcast. That's how it goes.
1: That, that that is
0: that should have been our backup name. <laughs> two skeletons in a podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to the skeleton crew podcast, the only one hosted by people who say they're skeletons.
1: Are we actually skeletons? It's a mystery. I mean,
0: even if we're covered in flesh, we are still technically skeletons. That's true. But hi, everyone. I'm Almighty Strauss, or just Strauss. Over there is Sardo, my co-host. Hello. This is a very different episode because it's my A, it's my idea, and B, uh, Sardo's about to be lore-dumped very hard.
1: So, you're doing to me what I did to you back in the Milf Manor episode. Kind of.
0: Only it's more insane. And you will understand why I say that. Because, Sardo, if it's red, it goes faster. Okay. That is real. Hi, everyone. This is the episode where Sardo gets explained Warhammer 40,000. I'm not going to do Warhammer Fantasy, that's a different episode because that one's also weird though there is the uh, joke of it goes in the book if you make me mad <laughs> it's going in the book
1: see i i know that one <laughs> yeah i
0: we we I, you have context for that one which is hilarious i love that <laughs> dwarfs in warhammer fantasy are some of my favorites it's like no you did a small slide you you ripped me off for 15 dollars and in ch- 15 cents and change it's going in the book. <laughs> I did that I did that relatively recently, like earlier this year, where it's like, well that's going in the book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, anyway, Sardo, I, I wanna ask a, a an initial question.
2: Okay.
0: Uh what is your uh do you have any relationship to uh uh this little giant of wargaming I mean they're miniatures, I so they're know. not very big. <laughs>
1: I I know that it's that series that Henry Cavill likes to paint miniatures for. That's true. He, it's he, true. He loves his minis. Um, I know a little bit about the orcs. I know it's spelled different than the usual spelling of fantasy orcs, and true. these guys are slightly different. I I I, th- I think I probably know the most about Warhammer orcs.
0: That's totally fair. Um,
1: and other than that, I know. Big people, big armor, um, uh,
0: that's about it. Uh, a bunch of aesthetic skulls everywhere.
1: Yeah, yes, um, there's, like, the, the the big priestess ladies who also have the big armor. Uh, that one's
0: my fault. Uh, and by fault, I mean... Yeah. I mean, it's a new obsession. But anyway, uh, my relationship is uh, a bit more interesting because I uh, first encountered it when I was a small child in the early 2000s. And I believe it's, is it the Masonic? I'm trying to remember what the name is. It's this like like weird shopping center in San Francisco.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm trying to remember the name of it. But uh, they had a uh, a uh, a uh, oh god, what's it called? They had a uh, th- this very interesting case where they had a uh, they had a game was Workshop Store, at, at least at some point. I don't know if it's still there. Mm-hmm. where they sold all the stuff because they sold the paints they sold the minis and i bought one and then i attempted to make them at 10 years old which was a terrible idea because i have no talent for making these things these are very tiny and pointy and kind of flimsy <laughs> not like poorly made but well, sometimes but uh my 10 year old hands were not ready for this and i did make them with my grandfather so that was fun oh yeah that's that's adorable they're neat, but that is my relation, and I and I have, you know, I'm more of a lore guy than I am a play-the-game guy, because playing the game gets extremely expensive, <laughs> and by extremely I would, expensive. I would
1: imagine so.
0: Oh, no, it's uh, one of the jokes with one of my friends is is talking about how expensive things get, <laughs> like the, the latest bullshit in pricing, happens more than you think.
1: It's why I've never played games that are very heavily miniature-dependent, because I'm poor.
0: Oh, no, I, I totally understand. It, it It's sort of like, one of the best things about D&D Online is you spend a significant less amount of money.
2: <laughs>
0: making it so much easier to get into. But, we have a lot to talk about, so we're just gonna get started. Started. We're going to mm-hmm. get started with what this is, because th- this is the part that you need to understand. When we're going into this, remember that this is a very British satire. Okay. And, and by that I mean, everything is kind of played a bit straight, but to the degree that it gets kind of absurd. Like, everything is played extremely, like, as is like you've watched like uh British TV yeah uh,
1: i've I've watched a bit yeah
0: uh, yeah you've seen Black adder, yeah of course and, and you know how in like Black adder they would just like play things straight
1: yeah like, it's, it's that that deadly seriousness to the yeah. point of comedy
0: yeah, exactly where like Black adder especially in the the third season which is one of my favorites hmm uh, I'm not sure if it's one of your favorites but you know Hugh Laurie adds a lot to the cast. But you know how it's like, Black Iron will say a line completely straight. Like, two giant stocking things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the comedy is just the way he says it. And that the joke is, everything is played absolutely straight. And death to the stupid prince. Of course. Uh, that's, that first episode, that the entire speech is one of my favorite things with the bomb. <laughs> and it just keeps going it's like it's like a solid minute of him just being angry about things yes it's great um but yeah that's remember that when we go into this like when things are inherently silly that's the point cuz it's very good british
1: know. good to know
0: so it's like oh is that's kind of weird that's kind of like what the fuck but it's like oh right it, the point is that it is what the fuck and we're poking fun at it
2: mm-hmm.
0: so the Warhammer franchise was originally Warhammer Fantasy which in its own thing it had dwarves, elves uh, a vampire faction uh, mummies uh, horrible ruinous powers and all these other things and in the late 80s they uh, was it the late 80s Hold well, let me double check. Yeah, it was 87. In the late 80s, they came up, they went like, we have Warhammer, but what if we did Warhammer in space? And the joke was, it's Warhammer, but space. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why, like, everything initially was just, oh, here are the elves, here are the dark elves, here are the dwarves. Uh, we're going to get to sort of the weird shit about the dwarves in this setting because some stuff happened. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, here's the Tomb Kings, here's the uh, here's the Orcs, all that jazz. And they were like, this is great, but over time it sort of became its own thing and eventually sort of outpaced fantasy because it was a lot more ridiculous. Because, <laughs> like, if you look at the fantasy stuff, it's very, like, played straight fantasy stuff. It's like, the dwarves act like dwarves. They're a bit different but like you know you have the human empire though but uh, they base that empire off of uh, the Holy Roman Empire so it's a mess of course but in so in Warhammer 40K you have the Imperium of Man which is the human empire they are uh, not good people they're fascists in in general it should be noted that uh, this does not make them the bad guy, per se, because everyone here is terrible. There's, there's Piece like, everybody sucks. Yeah, there's, they've, they've gotten less bad over time, because I think they fu- they felt like, you know, th- this is where the term grimdark comes from. Mm-hmm. This is the setting that coined grimdark. So, we're going to start with the Imperium of Man and we're just gonna talk about them so it was founded by a man named uh the god emperor of mankind He was this large silly looking man i'm gonna send you a picture of him he looks like this okay that is
1: that is a very large man in uh, he's he's the biggest man in the world and he's made of solid gold
0: (laughs) And uh once again this is a series where everything is ostentatious ridiculous expected. He was a powerful psychic man. He united humanity after a uh, dark age of tech where technology went rampant. All the AI like decided, "Actually, no, we're not going to take it." And then I started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why I use that phrase, by the way. It, that keep, put, put a pin in that. It's gonna come back. <laughs> I am now. Now the thing is, the the god emperor of mankind united humanity. Had this huge long crusade. He even made himself a bunch of children, which is hilarious, dude. Fucks. <laughs> oh no, he didn't fuck. He he grew him in a lab.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, they're known as the Primarchs because they, they would lead his Legion of Space Marines. There's a a I, lot I, of them.
1: I've heard of Space Marines. Yeah,
0: this is this is uh you've you've probably seen the Space Marines. They they look a certain way. They, they got the big old pauldrons. Yeah, massive pauldrons. And there is several legions, and uh, it should be noted that. Uh, and I am I am going through this quickly because we've got a lot to cover. Uh, over time, uh, they were the sons of the Emperor, and uh, the Emperor is not the world's greatest dad. No! Well, yeah, you know, he's like... He's an atheist. He believes uh, forms of worship to be stupid. and am so it's funny that that's the first thing. He's a bad dad because he's an atheist. Well, no, because he's like this... He's an atheist, he's, like, all about logic, and he, you know, he's all about just doing things his way. There's actually a whole short story called The Last Chapel, Mm -hmm. where basically a priest tears down his entire ideology in one go. Like, you're a dumb, stupid man, because you're absolutely going to get worshipped, because you have a cult of personality. You are stupid and dumb, sir. (laughs) It's a good little short story. It's probably one of the better ones
1: interesting
0: yeah no it's it is interesting but you know uh this leads to what is known as uh the Horus heresy where half of his uh his children basically tw- turn towards the ruinous powers
1: as children tend to do yeah uh,
0: the ruinous powers are the chaos gods we're gonna talk about them later because there's a lot to go over but the point is they uh They basically start a rebellion, as one does. And what happens is, is now understand the primarchs are like super soldiers, but like the super soldiers of the super soldiers. They're extra. They're extra special. How how are they special? Well, like, they are kind of meant to be more autonomous. They are uh, much more powerful. They're ageless. They, like, they were designed to be leaders.
1: So they were literally built different. Yes.
0: Uh, quite literally, this is a built different situation.
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Also, they're really big. And they wear giant, ridiculous armor because, of course, they do. And there's there's a lot of primarchs. I'm just gonna go over the the, uh, the good ones. There's Lionel Lion L Johnson. Yes, that's his name. <laughs> Be ready for this. There's a couple of lost primarchs because they are uh, because this is such. This has been going since 1987. A lot of stuff has been like changed, retconned, and all that stuff. So stuff like. Number Primarchs 2 and 11 have been kind of expunged from existence. No one knows what the fuck happened to them because sometimes they change their mind on things. You have Jacketai Khan. Yes, he's the Mongolian one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You have Lehman Russ. Rogaldorn. Dorn. Uh, St. Anguinius. Um, he's the pretty one. I'm, oh! I'm, I'm gonna send you a picture of his mini. You're gonna love this. There is Ferris oh, man hello.
1: hello, Mr. Sanguineous Forty K. Uh,
0: there's Rabout Gullimon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vulcan. Uh, one of my personal favorites. He's the black one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: he looks cool he, he, he's green here I'll show you
1: oh yeah he is cool
0: yeah. he is the and then there's Corvus Corax mm-hmm. uh, he has he also has wings and they, they are head of their own legions of space marines for example Lionel L. Johnson is the Primarch of the dark angels Tinquinius is of the blood angels uh, Vulcans of the salamanders and all all, all these Primarchs, they had this Horus Heresy. It did not go well as the Emperor got kind of his ass whooped because he was like, I can't just kill my son. And then his... Uh... <laughs> well, he probably should have because he didn't got his... He, he basically died and now he's been hooked up to like the keeps him alive machine on on Holy Terra which is Earth, obviously. Mm-hmm. For the past like 30,000 ish years is basically even attached to this thing. And what's so funny about it is that's like we got to sacrifice 10,000 psychers, which is the people who have psychic powers, a day just to keep this thing running.
1: Adelism, then.
0: <laughs> yeah, in a sense. And of course, uh, this leads to the Space Marines. Or the Adeptus Astartes because they have fancy names. Of course. Every, be ready for a lot of fancy names. These are probably the poster boys of all the stuff. They they have all that stuff. They have obviously because this is a war game. They have people in different armors that do different things. They're very fun. But we're gonna go over some of, of uh, all of them. You have the Dark Angels who are basically they're the first like literally the first set they're very secretive they're like scary they're like oh we're secretive and we don't like talking to people (laughs) Mm -hmm. you have the white scars which is Jagatai Khan they're Mongols basically Ah, uh, the space wolves was Lehman Russ. Ah, uh, they're Vikings. Okay. They're they're the most different out of everybody. Like they act very differently. They, their whole thing is like they act like Vikings. They they're the ones with wives and shit. Their whole thing is, uh, is that they have their they have uh, wolves. You know. Nice. You have the Imperial Fists, they're yellow. <laughs> their their whole thing is like we have s we're siege experts. <laughs> you got the blood angels. They're vampires. They have a they have a taste for blood. Nice. The there are much like last episode, we're still talking about vampires.
1: Oh, but it the the subject once again turns to vampires, all right?
0: All right. you know, I can't get away from it. You have the Iron Hands, which are that uh, they're 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 neat, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I find honestly the Space Marines to be kind of just very whatever. You have the uh, uh the the, Le- the 13th Legion, the uh Ultramarines, they were the one who got way too much love from one guy who wrote the codexes. Mhm. Who is not very well loved. Sort of. Um, they're blue. They're very blue. And uh, they're Roman. They're, they're Greco-Roman. Uh, the Salamanders, they're like, everyone is a forge master. They, all, they love hammers and things that make things go melt. And then you have the Raven Guard, who are, you know, they, they like the whole attack from above thing. Very fun. They're all fun. Mm -hmm. and of course then you have you have other chapters like the black templars who are whose whole idea of following the codices about how to act it's like no we're gonna have even more members (laughs) there's a lot of different ones there's like the flesh terrors exorcists uh there is like an undead faction that's fun Mm mm-hmm like, if you, if you want to have a name, they got it. There's Death Watch, which is a very specific, like, anti... It, well, they call it Xenos. Basically, anti-alien brigade, where it's like, our job is to specifically kill other alien species, because this is a universe where almost everything is trying to kill you.
1: <laughs> I, I got that impression.
0: It's like, you step outside, there's a plant, it looks nice, it's about to eat you, and you're like... I don't like this. I'm not a fan. <laughs> Terrence, that thing is eating eating my leg. Can you please shoot it with your gun? Not a very nice place to live. No, it's not. There's a lot of... You know, there's, like, worlds that are dangerous. Like, there's, there's a lot of faction. There's a lot of places you could live in. You know, you could live in, like, disgusting hive worlds, which are, like, giant... Like, play like mega city esque style things where everyone lives on top of each other. Or you could live in like a death world where there's basically nothing and you have to basically live underground. Or you live on a a world where all the plants are trying to kill you and all the wildlife. Because it's a horrible jungle. But every single, you know, the space marines, they are special because they have these gene seeds that turn them into space marines. Because you don't start out as a space marine. You're, you're made into one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you get a gene seed and then you grow into a large man, To like an eight foot tall giant guy. And you go. And, you know, it's uh, you got some defects because, you know, game bounds. They're very big. Which is fun. Fun. Do you have any questions so far?
1: (laughs) Uh, none yet.
0: Fair enough. Uh, let's see. The Space Marines are sort of like, they're the famous ones, but the real thing that needs to be understood that, like, the main part of the Empire's force is not the superhuman Space Marines because there's only so many of them. Mm Because, like, not everyone gets to be a Space Marine because it's hard to be a Space Marine. It's... You know, it's a long, dangerous process. Instead, you have what is known as the Astra Militarum or the Imperial Guard, which is okay. basically a bunch of normal fucks like you and me who got put into service and have to go fight horrible things <laughs> with mm-hmm. like whatever the hell that they have. And the joke is you're given a flashlight. And by that, we mean we mean the lasgun. The joke about the lasgun is, is that it's very powerful except for the fact that it's being used on things that can easily resist it. But you get about 10,000 of these things in, lined up in a row, and suddenly it's a lot more useful. So, you know, you got a whole bunch of factions for the Imperial Guard. There's a lot of them. You get, And I'm just going to go, you have, like, the Italian Rough Riders, you have the Steel Legion, and a lot of these groups are based after, like, Specific armies from human history, so like the Attilan Rough Riders are very obviously based after the Huns. I, I feel like you figured that one out. Yes. You have like the Cadians, and the Cadians are interesting. We're going to talk about them because uh, they're uh, they're part of some recent going ons. You have the Kachikan Jungle Fighters,
2: <laughs>
0: who uh, remember when I said about the planet where the plants are trying to kill you? That's yeah. that's 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 that's, that's Kataka. <laughs> You have oh, the Death Corps. Know. There's the Death Corps of Krieg who uh, are kind of like the World War 1 army. They're my favorite because they look like this. And I mean Okay. You you, you can see why I like it. I I can I can see it makes sense. Yeah. They're fun. Um they're uh, they're clones and they're crazy people. <laughs> They basically will... Now, the, the, you have a bunch of other factions, like the Iron Guard, the Chem Dogs, which are basically a Penal Legion. Hey, uh, the Talarn hey. Desert Raiders, which are Warrants of Arabia. Mm-hmm. Because this is from Britain. You got, like, the Red Army right. faction. You even got, like... Y- y- basically, if you think of an army, they have it. They even have the one with the Pith helmets.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So, the thing about... uh about the imperial guard is they have a tendency to die in droves because they're usually as one does as one does because they're usually led by not super competent people because you can you can get up very high in in the chain of command by being important so Mm -hmm. they have these uh, they have commissars uh, who will shoot somebody to keep you from uh, running away they have psychers. they have uh, stormtroopers you know all the stuff uh, I'm gonna name just some of the fun generals that they have, because they have, they have, uh, Ursakar E. Creed, who is, uh, a purveyor of great tactics, and has his color sergeant, Jaron Kell. Um, it is very funny, because Creed might be dead, he might not be dead, uh, we'll get there. <laughs> because we're gonna be talking about a someone very different. You have, uh, let's see. I'm gonna, t- let's see. Uh, you have Sly Marbo. <laughs> I think you know who that's... He is basically what happens when you take Sylvester Stallone and our good friend uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of put him in a single thing. He's basically Uh Rambo. He he will be Mildew's favorite. Our friend Mildew. Shout out to Mildew.
1: Mildew, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's...
0: Yeah. You have... uh, Let's see... There's a lot. There's, like, Commissar Yorick. If you think about it, there's a bunch. Everyone has, like, silly outfits and crazy looks. And, you know, they're based after people. And there's also uh, subhumans, as they're called, are basically mutants. Like uh, the Ogryn, who are basically people who mutated to be very large and big and not very intelligent. But we need to talk about Nork, Dead Dog, because he looks like this. his name is nork which is great he's 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 uh very literal minded but he is very loyal he's a very cool guy everyone loves him because he's norton dead dog and uh yeah and uh it should be noted that creed was replaced by his his daughter uh ursula who's this Mm -hmm. big who is this big old lady uh, because the planet of Cadia kind of, sort of got exploded. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, actually, this leads to a very great statement by the Cadians, which is like the guard—the planet broke before the guard did.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like,
0: we didn't run. <laughs> the planet exploded. Valid. <laughs> and uh, next up is the Adeptus Sororitas, which is uh, the battle. The
1: girls. This is a battle.
0: They're the girls. They are basically the Joan of Arc archetypes they're basically nuns with guns nice love nuns with guns they are there, there's a lot of them you like you have the argent of the shroud the bloody rose the Ebon chalice our martyred lady uh the order of the sacred rose order of the valley's heart they're basically it, so religious in their fervor that they actually can pull off miracles <laughs> Which is fun. They also have the living Saint Celestine who has like two mm. other who uh, I think you're, you're going to love this. This is what she looks like. And what, I should be noted I'm showing you the minis. Not not the art. The minis look awesome. Like uh, the photos that they use for the minis. They got someone who can actually paint these things which is not me. Oh wow. Yeah and uh they're they're kind of they're fun the whole point is of all of these groups is that they're all a bunch of ladies they they're they're better equipped than the imperial guard they have power armor they have bolters and bolters are guns that shoot rocket propelled grenades because this is 40k everything is absurd
2: mm-hmm.
0: we're, we're going like no you're not shooting a gun you're shooting a gun that shoots grenades at people Um, uh, the Sisters of Battle are some of my favorite, because they're just absurd, and it should be noted that they do not have a vow of celibacy, this is a common mistake in the lore, and I'm still mad I cannot romance Sister Argenta in Rogue Trader Alcat. Bummer. I'm mad. You've seen her. You understand why I'm mad. I do. Next up is the Inquisition, which is basically uh, exactly what you think it is. They go around, uh, trying to see, find unlicensed psychers. uh... They police things. They also try to deal with demons or weird, mo- weird Xenos. There's a lot. The basic thing is they're like, they're not the secret police because everyone knows who they are. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, they're, they're interesting because the, they're actually split into two groups. There's the Puritans and then there's the Radicals because basically everyone's like, do you go by the fundamentalism of the Empire, or do you go with, like, trying to get things done the in a way that works? And it's, you know, it's the push a pole of all these things. Mm. Um, most famously uh, is uh, Eisenhorn, who was part of a bunch of really good novels. Uh, Grayfax, she's neat. She actually got a uh, thought out at one point. Uh, more on that later, because we gotta talk about a certain someone eventually. <laughs> One of the most ridiculous characters on the planet. <laughs> You're, you'll love him. But yeah, the, the humans are kind of the most basic faction. The, the fun part is that they're all, like, crazy people. But there is one more human faction, sort of, and that is the Mechanicus. Which are a bunch of machine worshippers on Mars.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm going to show you what they look like. Uh, not the these guys. Uh, not these guys. Where are they? You'll love how these guys look. Like, they look something like this. Their whole thing is that they think flesh is weak. And they turn into weird cyborg men like this. Oh, neat. I feel like this is more up your alley of body horror. Yeah. They're fun. (laughs) Their whole thing is they like tinkering machines, which usually leads them to doing really stupid stuff. They're, they they venerate machines to the point where they don't improve on things; they just sustain them. You know that that's kind of the thing about the empires that everything is like stagnant, refusal to change. And then uh, there's a few other factions. Like you have the police force of the Arbites, uh, Astratelepathica. Um, mm-hmm. I, I should and uh, uh, our our good friend Henry Cavill's favorite, the Adeptus Custodes. For the gold ones, they protect the golden throne on Terra. But uh, the big thing is, uh, we should probably now ex- talk about sort of the. So, tell me, Sardo, how does faster than light travel work in most things? Fucking no. <laughs> well, it's a, it's like a button you press on your spaceship. Yeah, it just works. You just have an engine that goes zoom, mm-hmm. like a cat at three a.m right it gets the ships get the zoomies (laughs) yeah um in 40k uh faster than life travel is uh you have to use the warp and we do this because we're about to talk about chaos now the warp is basically this other dimension uh basically you have to cut through hell to get places really fast
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and you're wondering Strauss, that sounds like a terrible idea it is (laughs) i yeah it seems like it Basically, what uh, what what happens is is that you sometimes you get there faster than you are expected. Uh, sometimes you get there several days before you left. <laughs> sometimes you arrive mm. ten thousand years too late. <laughs> it, it depends. Shit happens all the time. <laughs> because the warp is a dangerous place. Sometimes you just get stuck there and be, like turn into weird squidman. Oh. It's fun because now we're going to talk about probably one of the factions you're going to have a lot more fun with, and that is chaos. Mm -hmm. So the main, yeah, chaos. (laughs) Sao Sao hates them so much. Mm -hmm. Um, The the chaos is is the faction, the main evil faction, quote unquote, as in their whole thing is basically to uh, corrupt the entire universe. With their evil powers, and they have four gods. There's corn. You probably know blood for the blood god, skull for the skulls, th- skull throne. Right. It, that corn is basically a uh, the war god. He likes blood and guts and blood, and he's very angry. He's just so mad. Um, his demons look more like classic demons. They look like this, and you're gonna love this mini. It's it's actually rather large, but it looks neat. <laughs> It's very metal. Oh, that is cool. I like the wings. Yeah, no, know. It's like bat wings. They're all covered in spikes and horns. You know, they're very cla- demon classic. Um, <laughs> then there's Zenich, who is more of like... He's the god of change, magic, and plots. Basically, he just loves causing problems. <laughs> on purpose. He's a bird. Which makes sense. Because... You and right. I both know after watching one, uh, four birds, birds are inherently chaotic creatures. <laughs> they, they are. They're just, it's in their nature. It's in their nature to be weird. <laughs> and uh, also, you're going to love what their demons look like because they're birdmen. Birdmen. Bird oh, does that mean? It, oh, no, Harvey. Of course, the lawyer's a part of chaos.
1: Oh, that's so fucking cool. I uh, know, that's, right?
0: Let's that's I know. Th- th- this one's one of my. I like Zanich demons because they're just all like weird bird creatures and they're like a lord of change their whole thing is is that they're evil is their evils based on like constant change and yes the uh, chaos gods don't like each other very much oh you're gonna like this one next next up is nurgle or papa nurgle because he loves you he really does Oh, Papa Nurgle, I love you too. He's the, uh, Lord of Disease and Decay and Stagnation. His demons are fun. You're gonna love this, too. Big a bunch of... He looks like Oogie Boogie, but...
1: Aww, he he looks very friendly. I like his exposed intestines. I... Is he wearing little glasses? That's charming. Hold, hold on. Uh, yeah, oh no, I
0: think that's just bags under his eyes. But that's still charming.
1: Uh, I thought he was wearing little reading glasses. Either way, I like him. Oh, yeah,
0: that's a great unclean one. We don't actually see the gods. This is just their avatar. So it's a good yeah. idea to think that they look kind of like this. As like an idea. He's so cool. I like Papa him. Nurgle loves you. He loves you. He loves his worshippers. He's actually probably, ironically, he's probably the nicest chaos god. Like, you're going to be filled with all kinds of horrid diseases, but you're not going to die. You're going to spread them. Okay, we got to talk about Slanesh. Slanesh in this Mm -hmm. setting is weird. Because the birth of Slanesh is, Slanesh is the youngest chaos god who was born out of just absurd hedonism. Um, the uh, space Maybe. elves, the Eldar or Aldari, uh, used to have an empire that spanned the galaxy. They got a bit too freaky with it for so long, they <laughs> actually birthed a whole ass chaos god. It killed most of them oh, shit. and stole their souls. In fact, a whole feature in the entire universe called the Eye of Terror was born because of extreme hedonism. Um, mm-hmm. Slanesh is the god of hedonism and also is androgynous. It both referred to as he and she. Both are right and wrong at the same time. Oh, we love a we love a gender fucked idol. <laughs> Absolutely, like the humans call it call him the Dark Prince. The uh, the Eldar call Slanesh She Who Thirst, which is by the way a great title. Mm-hmm. Like you, you want someone to know that they 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 that drugs. Uh, they have my favorite form of space marines, which is the noise marines, who, in the original set, like, way back in 1987, play were, like, basically based after, like, hair metal groups. So they all had, like, gu- electric guitars, and they killed you with electric guitars.
1: Oh, that fucks.
0: Oh, it's so fucks. And they're th- these are the brightly colored ones, by the way. They're, like, garish. They're crazy. Uh, this is what... Uh, uh, the demons look like. This is a keeper of secrets. You get the gift of androgyny from Slanesh. Slanesh is the weird one. No one really likes Slaanesh. Oh, I like Slanesh. Well, I mean, we do, but it, I think, it, I meant the other gods, like think Slanesh is kind of crazy. But yeah, you have a bunch of demons. Oh, I trust you secrets. Yeah. Uh, These are all the demons. They have a bunch. They're all cool and freaky and weird. And birds and disgusting creatures they're they're great if you like body horror this is the faction for you because all of them body horror all of them look ridiculous also we need to talk about doom rider real quick Mm -hmm. um doom rider is a demon prince of slanesh who's basically a dude who rides around on a motorcycle with a sword and is basically hyped up on cocaine
1: Oh, he's my best friend. You love him. I like him.
0: This is what he looks like. Um, God, I love him. No, that's uh, good. He's he's kind of a joke character because there's a like one in six chance that he's just going to appear at the end of each turn, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: which including the turn he was summoned, because he just comes and goes as he please. The forces of chaos are really fun design wise because you get stuff like Doom Rider, uh, this dude. Oh. Yeah, exactly. They're all very fun. Like, uh, more more, more from the, the Nurgle demons. This is, uh, Rodegis, Rainfather, the generous one. Like I said, of all the Chaos Gods, Nurgle loves you the most.
1: <laughs> God, these are
0: sick. Like, I, I want these as blacklight concert posters. Oh, yeah, no. It, it, if there's one thing 40k does really well, it's just designs that just fuck. Like here, here's yeah, another this one. Hard. These go hard. Uh, so far, uh, which who's your favorite of the uh, the demon the chaos gods that you've seen?
1: Um, uh, I don't know. I'm pretty down with Slaanesh. Uh, Nurgle's cool too.
0: Yeah, I actually uh, there, there's there's something about Nurgle. He actually saved one of the Eldar gods to be his wife. <laughs> don't worry, she's safe. Just Tib probably didn't want to be there, but she's not dead. Oh, <laughs> I mean. He's he's very loving. He uh-huh. saved her. I mean, she's the goddess of healing, so I guess it's like it's it, opposites attract, Sardo. Oh, I guess. Oh, there, there's a great uh, uh, one of the great unclean ones is uh, voiced by Fred Schroeder, Mm-mm. and he talks like this: Oh, that's little... loves you," <laughs> and it's great. Oh, I love that. I know it's great. So, there are... We need to talk about the Chaos Space Marines now, because r- really, there are... The Chaos is really mostly represented by the Chaos Space Marines, who are the Space Marine Legions that fell to Chaos during the Horus Heresy. There are, like, evil Imperial Guard, but they're just people who turn to Chaos worship. You have Fulgrim of the Emperor's Children. You have... Perturbo. Terabo, I'm sorry, of the Iron Warriors. Uh Conrad Cruze, the Night Hunter, Primarch of the Night Lords. Uh Angron, Primarch of the World Eaters. Mortarian, Primarch of the Death Death Guard, which that's the Nurgle faction by the way.
2: Ooh.
0: Um you have Mag- Magnus the Red, Primarch of the Thousand Sons. They're like the Egyptian ones. They were actually, a lot of their space marines are Zenich worshippers. And what happens is a lot of them have just been locked in their armor forever. Their bodies have turned to dust. Shit. Yeah. Well, because, it, like, Chaos Space Marines come out of the Warp. So these are, like, the original ones that came out the first who were a part of the Horus Heresy. Because they're just always around. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's uh, Horus himself. Of um, he is uh, famously the one who beat up the emperor. Uh, there's Logar of the Word Bearers, and uh, okay, so there's the Alpha Legion. They're kind of weird because <laughs> we don't so. know if they're th- so weird that no one's really sure that they're evil or not. It's it's very ambiguous. They have Alpharis and Omegon and. No one's really sure what the fuck the Alpha Legion is about. They maybe are evil, maybe not. No one's really sure. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the Chaos Space Marines exist. Uh, Here, I'm going to show you the Emperor's Children, because they've decided to, uh... You're going to love this. This fucks so hard. Remember when I talked about the Noise Marines? Nice. Yeah. Um, More recent ones use dubstep guns, which is also fun. Very cool. Uh, you have like the Iron Warriors. Usually, um, Chaos Space Marines either are like very specific, like Chaos Gods, or they're part of Chaos Undivided, where they kind of worship all four. Uh, here's the uh, Death Guard uh, Papa Nurgle. Y- you're gonna love this one. <laughs> Let's look at him. He's got teeth in his stomach. Nice. So you know all all this stuff. It's like it, you have all these like different forms of chaos, and all of them are very different. And they're all like crazy people. They 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 all kind of lost it thousands of years ago, and they all transformed into freaks and weirdos. They're very fun. If we do I do want to talk about Karn the betrayer who got so mad during a thing, he ended up killing like everyone in the battle. <laughs> I oh have. shit! Yeah, hence the name carton the Betrayer. Uh, you know they're very—they're all very fun. Uh, we need to talk about Ezekiel Abaddon, the uh, the Despoiler. He's the War Master of Chaos. He had several crusades against Cadia until he finally succeeded the thirteenth time. They said it. They, the lore states this was on purpose, but everyone knows it's because there was a point in time where uh, Games Workshop used to let like the actual gameplay decide how the lore went and as Damn. you can which is actually kind of fun but this has kind of led to some problems where a guy who's supposed to be like actually badass gets absolutely like ass blasted by accident mm-hmm. you know it's like your final boss guy is not supposed to go down easy but when dice are involved sometimes shit happens yeah and it's it's great because uh, he's also known as the armless failure in the fan base because uh his model famously has very heavy arms that didn't really stick in the sockets too well and would just fall off. Because <laughs> he had like 12 cru- Black Crusades against Kadia that all failed uh, in, until they retconned it. <laughs> no, until they retconned it is the thing that happens a lot here. <laughs> and uh, what's great about it, uh, I'm going to show you what he looks like. You can see why uh, there's an issue with uh, the arms. Mm -hmm. older models like the arms would just fall off all the time and everyone's just like god damn it (laughs) Uh. it's like stick in the thing (laughs) Like stick in the thing sir (laughs) stop it stop it joku (laughs) joku but yeah it's uh what do you think of chaos uh chaos is pretty cool yeah, it, they're they're kind of the freaks and weirdos. Uh, next up, we have to talk I, about... I support them. Yeah. Next, we have to talk about uh, one of my... F- uh, the Eldar, who are split up mm-hmm. into really three-ish factions now. You you do have a couple others, like the Harlequins, uh, Outcast, and the recent Yanari, which is sort of like everyone coming together because shit's getting worse but also better at the same time because the story finally moved after, like, 20 years. <laughs> More on that later, um, but there's really two main factions. You have the Craftworld Eldar, as they're known, uh, or uh, the Asu Yanni. Uh, they look like this. I think I think you're going to find them to be pretty neat looking, but you're going to like the other ones better. Will I? Oh yeah, because they're the, they're the weird ones. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> Um, The craft world are basically the people who went from the old Eldar Empire and went, no, actually, this is a bad idea. It's going to get us all killed. And so they're kind of the boring ones. Like, they're the ascetics, And they're like, we're not going to be weirdo hedonists.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, they're not my
0: favorite. But they have cool names like Sea Ears, Aspect Warriors, like Warp Spiders, Howling Banshees dire avengers fire dragons it's all cool names very cool yeah uh striking scorpions which i always loved you also have their whole thing is like they're the elves here are very psychically gifted that's the reason why they accidentally made a chaos god whoops (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh they also can summon the avatar of Cain. Uh, they're basically their war god. He looks like this. He's pretty neat. Um, the problem is a uh, fun fact about the Avatar of Kane is that for many years they used the Avatar of Kane to be uh, like their. Uh... Y- you know how, like in Star Trek, Worf would be used to demonstrate someone's very dangerous? Yes. The, that, the Avatar of Kane had, had a very bad track record lore wise and stories. Up until mm-hmm. recently, they're like, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> And so they did. Hmm. Very fun. But uh, the more fun ones is the Dark Eldar or the Drakari, who uh, are basically what happens when they said, "Actually, what if we made? What if we just were worse?" They live in the Warp. They have like an interdimensional city in the Webway. They have this thing called the Webway, which is like involved with the Warp. It's very. Strange, but they have cabals. They're all like spiky. They do drugs. They fight people. They're they're more your up your alley, I would say. Mm-hmm. A lot more, a lot more skulls, a lot more body horror, a lot more flesh. Uh, let me see if I can find. They're neat better. looking. They're neat. Uh, that Asdr- Bale Vect. I think he's dead now, if I remember correctly. Um, let me see if I can find a fun one. They're, uh, they're definitely, you know, they're the Dark Elves, and, uh... Oh, you're gonna love this guy. Look at this piece of body horror. Oh. Look at him. This is Urien cool. Karth. He's the Sculptor of Torments. Nice! Good for him. Yeah. The, the, they're, the whole thing is they're basically, like, they go out of their way to be the worst. They do all the horrible mm-hmm. things and laugh about it. Like, they have gladiatorial matches, all that stuff. So, I'm gonna skip over the Votan for now because that, that's kind of a weird thing. We're gonna talk about the Orcs. So, okay. the Orcs were fun because they are based after soccer hooligans. Oh, yeah, that's right. I talk like this. Here we go, here we go. We're going to break some AIDS.
2: <laughs>
0: and the best part about them is that they, they're they're fungi. They reproduce via spores. Well, I mean, they are fun guys. <laughs> they are. You, from my knowledge, uh, usually the most fun people here are usually orc players because they're all like, well, they, 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 they take the soccer hooligan part very seriously and just kind of do that, but, you know, in a much more uh, normal way. Yes. Like, for example, uh, in the the RTS game, the orcs are fun because in the RTS there was, uh, you, you play as freebooters, but you're basically guys dressed as pirates. <laughs> and they talk like pirates. Mm-hmm. They're like, and he his whole thing is he wants to take an Inquis- Inquisitor's hat. <laughs> Literally okay. the last thing he does in a, in a thing is punch the Inquisitor and steals her hat. <laughs> because he wants her hat, damn it. You know, a fair motivation. It's a great motivation. Now, the thing is about the boys, and yes, they're called the boys, is that the orcs in this setting uh, basically are war-obsessed. And what's funny about them is they have latent psychic power, So the funny thing about orc weapons is that mm-hmm. if you were to open it up, it would not work. But it does work, because the orcs believe that they work. <laughs> like, you won't find a Twinkie in there. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it would, like, the whole thing would just be nonsense. But because they think it works, it works. Which is why they believe when it's painted red, it goes faster. And that's great. They're very silly and large and they have silly names like Mad Doc Grotznik the pain boss <laughs> uh, here's uh, Mag Maguric Thraka prophet of Gork and Mork oh yeah they have two gods called Gork and Mork no one's really sure what the fuck they were about not even the orcs they just do it alright here, here look at this guy wow yeah The orcs slap. They're really cool. I like them. Yeah. And uh, I have to show you this picture of the Freebooters. Uh, Captain Bedrick, the Freebooter King. And yet, uh, I mean, look at this guy. He's a pirate. (laughs) He wears a hat. (laughs) Because it's neat. It is neat. Like the whole point of the orcs is that they're goofy and silly by the standards. So let's see. Who should we cover next? We should probably talk about the Tyranids because they're kind mm-hmm. of the most boring. They're they're the world-ending horde of locusts.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They're, they're not the most fun. They're exactly what you think they are. They look neat. They're very based after Alien. They look awesome, but they're kind of the most uninteresting group. They just like to devour biomass.
1: Oh, yeah, that's not terribly interesting. They're not
0: terribly interesting. They look neat. So they get get by on the fact that they look awesome and all their stuff is very silly looking. There is a part about them that's super neat, and we're going to talk about them in a little bit, and that's the Gene Stealers. Which are basically these creatures that infect humans that they, they kind of grow into a cult, and they're like humans that get infected and they're way more interesting. They look they're way more like creepy looking. Like like this.
1: He's a fun looking kind of guy. Yeah,
0: that's uh that's that's a patriarch. Gen- gene stealers are not are way are probably the most interesting part because it like, you know, they're they're an infection. They usually are found in random spots in the universe. Oh they're like humans that got infected or and Got their genes stolen into a thing. Mm-hmm. It's they're, they're more neat. Mm. Than than the Tyranids normally. Like Because the Tyranids are just like a world ending event. But this world ending event. Is actually very important. Because that's basically what also the Necrons are. So the Necrons got kind of sort of retconned at one point, And it's controversial.
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. uh, they used to be basically Terminators. And now they're not. Now they're ancient Egyptians, but in space. And they look like this. They're wow. us! They're metal space skeletons! <laughs> they're they're part of an ancient empire that had a fight against the Great Old Ones. Uh, like this old super race. And they killed them. <laughs> Because they got really mad about it, because they had short lives, because they lived on a hostile, mm. under a hostile sun, and they got mad, and they're like, "Oh, inside our stars, these energy gods," and uh, it, what it used to be was that these uh, satan, as they're called, uh, controlled them by betraying them, but now it's actually the other way around, and now the necrons were like, "Fuck you! Actually, we're in charge," and this created city now, and this is what created what is generally known as the Necrons.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're much more ancient Egypt. They're also kind of neat because you got stuff like the flayed ones. Here, here's what they look like.
1: Oh, very neat.
0: Yeah. Um. They're all very like mechanical, but like very specific. Let's. What's another good one? So they have uh various famed among the ancients like Zaraketh, Zarakah, the Silent King, with. Oh, great name uh imotech the storm lord here's what he looks like they got very egyptified and i think it looks neat they basically they were cool they got a personality and some people don't like it and i get why because they were like sort of this spooky like silent killer that came out of the ground but I get why they changed it. Uh, my favorite is the one we now get to talk about, and that's Trazon the Infinite. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Archeovist of the Solomon esque galleries. Um Trazin is uh, has a collection of things, which includes people. Right. Um, that's people are pretty sure Creed is in there. <laughs> Cause they never mm-hmm. found Creed's body but they he's probably there like uh the inquisitor Crayfax, you wanna know where she got unthought from <laughs> his collection uh. <laughs> basically look at this stuff isn't it neat mm-hmm. you could almost say my collection is complete but it's not like he literally has a captured kill team of death watch and orcs that are still midst fighting and they're still alive they're fully aware of this and he has them in the stasis lock like this is nice Mm-hmm. You, I love him. <laughs> He's great. I really like the Necrons because they're like all metallic and weird. They have uh, the Nightbringer. It's one of the Satan. They have them like Pokeballs. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. They're neat. How oh, cool. Yeah, it's like they're the ancient enemy of the Eldar and they're waking up and they're like well who the fuck are you
1: wow uh they uh, use uh that...
0: they use uh gauze weapons that strip everything at a molecular level and just destroy it Hmm. they're neat they're fun
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh this is the foy dragon this is really cool all this stuff is really cool looking they're uh wow I like the Necrons only because now they have a bit more of a personality, and you already kind of had the world-ending event in the uh, Tyranids. By the way, the Tyranids and the Necrons almost are never near each other in lore because the Necrons are like the hard counter. It's like mm-hmm. we have we need to eat your biomass. There is none. Da-da-da-da. You know, it's you know, it's like uh, the dramatic gopher. What's <laughs> right? Um. Anyway, we need to talk about sort of the one of the more newer factions. This is the Tau. Uh they're anime. They have mm. mechs and stuff. <laughs> they look like this. Oh, okay. So the Tau are uh uh weird space communists. Basically, they uh they're kind of sort of Chinese, kind of sort of Japanese, sort of kind of they're basically a collection of all these all right, groups of people. Uh, they uh, let me see. They look like this. They're they're weird like cow-based aliens and I think that's neat. They look kind of like the greys. Oh hey. They use laser guns. They're they're all about shooting things with advanced technology. They're they're, they're very not in the warp because they they were kind of left alone. They're very new to the scene, and suddenly they're like this whole thing. Um, they have a cast system of the fire cast, the water cast, the air cast, uh, the ethereals, who are the leaders. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're neat. They they go shooty shooty, and they have all these other aliens under their collective, like the crute, and the crute are fun because they like eat people. Like, that's their thing. They eat dead bodies. They're like, grr, 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 grr. they look like this. Nice. There's the Vespids, which are like bugmen. They got bug people. They have all these, like, they're the weird xenos that are just all kind of weird. I like them. There's not a lot to really talk about other than, like, they're they're, they're one of the few factions that aren't inherently that bad. Which pissed some people off, and they got a little bit more easy. They're the naive ones. Like, we could still do good in this universe. What do you mean there's a ruinous powers of gods that just say, we're going to devour your souls? What the fuck's a soul? It's a mood. It's a mood. So, uh, recently, there was a new faction added called the Leagues of Votan. So mm-hmm. way back in the day, they had this group called the Squats, mm-hmm. who were basically space dwarves. They had a space train. It was very goofy. No one really liked them very much because they were a bit too silly. <laughs> like, it was like a locomotive, Sardo. No. It was quite literally really dumb looking. <laughs> But uh, they got revamped recently, and now they—they're uh, basically space dwarves. They look like this, and their whole thing is—is is because they uh, aren't the Imperium. They are very technologically advanced. They still have like AI, which is banned. They got like very advanced ship and technology because they've been improving it. They're space dwarves. They tinker. They're very new. I don't know a lot about them, admittedly. This is, the... but I think they're neat. They're just they're just little guys. Yeah, it's little guys. And that's all the factions. So now we ask the fun question, Sardo. Which one did you like the most? Um, Slaanesh is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: So what do you think? What most unique. So what's your thoughts?
0: This is a very, like... I don't
1: know. Brief... It's cool. It's neato. It's interesting. It's, it seems like something I like. It's a lot to take in. I'm gonna be it, real. It's it a is. lot to take like, in.
0: I would say one of the hard parts about getting into it is that since it's been running nonstop since 1987, there's, like, just a lot. And it, it, it can be kind of... It, it's overwhelming. We've been talking for an hour of me just explaining shit to you. <laughs> but... I feel like one of the things why I wanted to have this episode is basically a point when something looks scary, you can still wade into it because it's, everyone has their first time. It's just don't be intimidated because it's fun. Also, it's very goofy. <laughs> like everyone has silly outfits and we love silly outfits here. So yeah, obviously I don't expect you to play the game because it's expensive and suck. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I don't. I don't have that kind of money. But it's interesting. Thank you for explaining it.
0: Yeah, I would say what would be really fun is uh, there's there's a lot of games about it. There's a lot of like there's books. Uh, Dan Abnett is usually the ones with uh, the, the the really good books like Gaunt's Ghosts. Like they're not always the most lore accurate, but that's okay because they're cool. And they're pretty well written. Um, there's the Caius Kane novels. Hero of the Imperium. He's a, a massive coward. <laughs> he's not really a hero. That he's just like it's all propaganda pieces. It, it's
1: the, so it this, see this is very British to me, and that's the thing. It's like okay, you you tell me that this is like a British piece of media that's satirical. Yeah, I can see it.
0: Yeah, and it, it's great because. Um, Yeah, what's so funny about uh, the Caius Kane novels is that he is, uh, he's very, like it's very British. It's very British humor. So you kind of like to really jive with it. You need to kind of like be kind of in tune with that to a certain degree. Uh, One of the funnier things that they uh, have is they have the Imperial Guard Uplifting Primer, like as an actual Mm -hmm. thing you can buy, which is like they give it to Guardsmen to be like. As a propaganda piece, oh, it's motivational. Yeah, it's motivational. It is hideously wrong about everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the joke is, it's just like we're about to send you probably to your death. Here you go. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's like it's all very satirical. It's all very goofy and ostentatious on purpose. Everything is aesthetic as fuck. Like every, I, I, I do. There, it's very over the top. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a great place to start is maybe with some of the short stories, some of the novels. And hey, do you
1: have one you'd recommend?
0: I would start with either the Kyphus Kane novels, because they are, because uh, part of the problem with a lot of the, the novels is some of them are really good, and some of them are very not. Uh, Gaunt's Ghost mm-hmm. stuff is very good, because, that once again, if it's by Dan Ann Abnett, it's really good. He also did the Eisenhorn Horn books, which are also very good. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, you know, it's it's a type of thing. It's a great like wiki hole to fall down into. Uh for like a few hours late at night to learn about random crazy stuff. It it seems very interesting. It is. And one of the, one of the fun parts is that uh there's a lot of art and all of it's very goofy and there there are fans. There's a there's a lot of fans who do a lot of really fun art. and all of it is very goofy <laughs> the, the the fan base i would say like there's two sides of the fan base there's the bad side don't go to them obviously you and i've been on the internet long enough to know that some people are uh, there's
1: there's plenty of people out there who probably take take the whole thing at face value
0: <laughs> oh yeah there's people who take this shit way too seriously <laughs> or just awful just uh don't but most of the people are really fun yeah uh you get like goofy stuff like they make space marine dubstep Mm -hmm. the noise marines they have the wub wubs and it's funny Yeah, you want to ask uh, any questions? Who's your favorite, guys? Who's your favorite? Um, I, I've always liked the Imperial Guard a lot because, you know, it's a lot more interesting to have very normal people against very absurd odds. and it, Usually because also, like, the normal humans kind of lead to much more interesting, like, stories and lore because it's like, it's, like, the space Marines are neat and all, but, like, it, they're not as interesting as a bunch of just, like, random fucks trying to, like, survive in a bad situation. I've always liked the the Sisters of Battle because they're re- nuns with guns. Mm-hmm. What's not to love? That's, that's a very Strauss kind of faction. It, it, it very is. Um, I also like the Adeptus Mechanicus because, well, I mean, look at them. They're machine, they're weirdo machine people whose whole thing is, uh, flesh is weak. B-metal. <laughs> Literally. Literally, yeah. yeah.
1: It's um, great.
0: I've always liked the Necrons because I just thought they always looked super neat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I also like the Tyranids. I mean, I like the Orcs like everyone else likes the Orcs. The orcs are great. The orcs are great because, like, everything about the orcs are ridiculous. They're all they're all going ah, they go wah, mm-hmm. all the time, and they're fun. Yeah, and everyone looks ridiculous, and everyone's dressed like a weird, weird, crazy person. I, I do love them and their
1: their their big armor and their weird belly mouths
0: and they're 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 issues it's great yeah no it's like i i these are like my my favorite factions are just my favorite but they're all like really to me i always find the best stories in 40k are the ones that are much more individualized you know it's mm-hmm. large-scale storytelling on a small it, it's like large scale but on a but but very localized or i'm not saying that right you know it's very small scale things to describe a much more wider universe. Cause like the whole thing about 40 K is that the universe is fucking massive. Yeah. Like the joke is several planets get blown up every day. Chaos is scary because it turns you into a freak. <laughs> and it's overall pretty, It's very fun. I highly recommend it. As long as you, like, un- understand going in that this is not meant to be taken super seriously. It's meant to be kind of goofy and silly and over the top. And people look weird and have weird mechanics stuff stuffed in their face. Mm-hmm. And that's always very fun. That's very nice. I-, I do appreciate the level of body horror. Body horror, like, it's very based on a whole bunch of stuff. Like, obviously space Marines comes from Heinlein originally, because I'm pretty sure you've, I'm not sure if you've read any of the starship Trooper stuff, but you, you know about it. Yes. And you also get like, there's really, there's some really cool stuff. Like there's some great books It there. Everyone like, like, look, this is uh, like, look, look at these uniforms. They're so silly. Because it's like, what if we take like an eighteenth, a nineteenth century military uniform and just like add too much to it? So am Bison. (laughs) Exactly, and that's what makes it great, and that's what makes it fun. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Like there's also there's a bunch of games. I if you want to play the games, there's the Dawn of War series. Don't play three. Mm-hmm. Don't play three. One is good. All, all the stuff from one is good. All the stuff from two is pretty good. Don't play three. No one like three. Three made us all sad, which is a shame because they brought back our 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 guy, our, our bomber. <laughs> yeah, no, they brought back our. Uh, where is he? What's it? Oh, God, I'm trying to remember his name, and I'm 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 having a moment. Oh, no, you I'm having a moment. Uh, right, Gabriel Angelos, who has just the best voice. He's voiced by Paul Dobson. And he he's neat. You would love him. Hmm. He's the cha- he's the he's the recent he's the newest chapter master of of the Blood Ravens. Good for him. Congratulations on the promotion. He did it by having to kill the the last chapter master because he turned to chaos. And there's Tarkus. Tarkus is neat. Everyone loves Tarkus. And then there's also uh Jonah Orion, he's a psyker. he's a liberian and then there's beloved Diomedes mm-hmm oh uh, you would you would love all the memes that the Don of War series created. there's so many of them there's like a thousand and one there's so many <laughs> there's uh, it also has uh uh, beloved uh, Scott McNeil, Sergeant Major Merrick, and many other mm-hmm. people. And Captain very cool. Flag. Th- those are fun to play because they're story-based, and I like a good story-based RTS. They're very well-liked.
1: There's mm-hmm. also,
0: uh, there is Space Marine. Space Marine's actually really well-liked at- at- because despite being p- based after this sort of Overly favorited ultramarines because of a certain Matthew Ward really liked them, so his codexes were kind of all over the place. You could tell when he liked a faction. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh but everyone liked Titus. He was he was neat. He was like, oh, he's like not like he's not a goody goody two shoes. he's just like he was like sometimes you gotta break a couple eggs, and that's neat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's cool. They're all neat. It's all neat. Let's see what else is there. Uh, Rogue Trader just came out. I haven't played a lot of it yet because reasons. There's Battlefleet Gothic, which is one of the other games, which is like the Space Fleet one, and there's a whole bunch of... That's basically if you want to do ships. Okay. It's great when they introduced the freebooters in the first game, and the whole thing is just them singing a sea shanty in space. Mm -hmm. So technically it's a uh, space shanty. Mm -hmm. And we love space shanties here. They're great. They're great. But yeah, that is Warhammer 40k, a very, very loosely told primer. There's a lot I skipped over because I can't remember all of it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: If I did remember all of it, you'd be like, Strauss, do you know anything else? I'm like, I forgot math. Hmm. What is 2 plus 2? Well, there's a lot to remember, to be fair. Oh, it's a lot (laughs) to remember. But it's definitely something like if I were you and kind of new to this, it's just like go down, like read about some interesting stuff and be like, oh, that's neat. Okay. So just be warned, going down like, it's it's like it's it's a classic Wiki Hole situation where you're suddenly like, two hours deep and you've read fourteen pages. I I am familiar with the feeling. But it's a lot of fun. Cool. It's a lot of fun, Sardo. Oh, white, All right, Oh, right, white, Morgana. Yeah. The new faction, cat people. <laughs> That's Joker. More than great Joker. I am a part of the of man. <laughs> so cool. I'm fighting for my fucking life value, Joker. Mhm. <laughs> they have guns, Joku. real guns. And Joker. There's also like a, a lot of other like weird space aliens. And one thing I like is that there are space aliens, and they're all weird looking. Like here's the Hrud. I want to show you the Hrud because you're gonna love these motherfuckers. LOOK AT THIS FREAK!
1: <laughs> Look at this Wow! Si-
0: yeah! Let's fuck Hans McMike! Yeah! <laughs> they have, um... What else do they have? They got snake people. Um... <laughs> they also have monkey men. <laughs> cool. Um... Where are they? I'm trying to remember what they're called. Oh, they have space cats. Nice. Yeah, hold on. This is the... Okay, so I'm going to have to ask you a question. I'm going to ask your call on how this might be pronounced, because it's GY situation. Uh-huh. So do you think it's like a hard G, or is it a J sound? I... I don't know. How is it... St- it's spelled spell it. It's G-Y-R-I-N-X. Spell it in the chat. I... Oh, yeah, of course. That's what they look like though. They're space kitties. They're very
1: nice. They look very polite. They look kinda like a main coon. So I, I would I would do a hard G Grinx.
0: Grinx? Yeah. Uh they have uh innate psychic powers. They're psychic cats. Which is the worst thing Aww. to give to a cat. <laughs> That's horrible. That's, <laughs> That's a, a terrible, terrible choice. idea. Uh there's the Jokero, which are uh space monkey men. Mm-hmm. They're, they're allowed to exist because they're really good at fixing things. <laughs> you know, the uh, Imperium is not a nice place. They don't like other species. They don't like mutants. But, like, you're in a universe where everything's trying to, like, either transform you into a horrible monster bin or eat you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So y- 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 you kind of get it. They're neat. And it's a big galaxy yes. with a lot of stories to tell. Yeah, Star Trek. Exactly like Star Trek. Exactly like Star Trek. <laughs> the Star Trek, if Star Trek was unhinged.
1: I mean, it already kind of is, but even more so here. Yeah, it's
0: like, what if Star Trek was this complete? This uh, dropped the pretense of being complete, of of like trying to be nice, and was like, what if we were just completely crazy? Yeah. But yeah, that is Warhammer Forty K. A primer. Cool. We we'll might talk more about it later. There's a lot of fun stuff, and everything's just kind of static as crazy. Mhm. And you also have like just a bunch of goofiness. Golly. The the best fans are the ones who are like, understand the goofiness, like me, and it's like that's the fun of it. There's also um they have tabletop stuff like role playing games like Rogue Trader.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: or uh one of my personal favorites dark heresy uh they they, have, uh, uh, they used to be all under the same rule set so it was funny because it's just because space Marines were a lot larger their guns were a lot mm-hmm. bigger and did a lot more damage <laughs> the bolt gun is powerful but uh sometimes it's bigger mm. so yeah Anyway, before we, uh, go, uh, what the hell have you been watching, Sardo?
1: Not a whole lot lately, um, I don't know, I've, I've mostly just kind of been keeping up with my books, I'm juggling a few short story collections right now, because that's what I do when I can't settle on one thing I'm reading, but, yeah.
0: Um, uh, anything about the short stories, whose short stories are you reading?
1: Um, I've been reading a few compilations by different
0: authors,
1: um, I, okay, I, I think Orson Scott Card is a reprehensible dickweed, but I did pick up his collection Maps in the Mirror, uh, different stuff, horror, sci-fi, fantasy, a little bit everything, there's some good stuff in there, um, he's still a piece of shit, but it's an interesting
0: read. He's a frustrating author. Yeah. Like everyone- What about you? Um, uh, I'm, uh, just kind of playing. away. I've been playing a lot of power washing simu- simulator. Mm-hmm. And I'm cleaning the things. I cleaned a drill today. <laughs> I, I, you have been playing
1: power washing simulator on the streams recently. It's been interesting.
0: Well, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's good to just kind of have a chill stream as, uh, we close out. Uh, before we go, we should probably discuss how our schedule is going to be. We are still going to be doing our weekly episodes, even though I'm going to be on vacation. Because I can easily take an hour out of a Friday to just talk to my good friend Sardo. Yes, I enjoy that. I do enjoy this. This is very fun. Mm-hmm. I love doing this, and we can also do, do more Gaia voice at each other for twenty minutes. It's great. It's great. It's, great. it's so good. <laughs>
1: I, I don't think there's been a, a call in recent history where I have not greeted you with a Morgana voice. Uh,
0: there hasn't. You start, you, you do it via text. You would start that way. And I, so I do I. It's, it's, it's my default now. It, it is an infection and we are all for it. Mm-hmm. Also in turn, let's see, anything else I've been doing? I'm going to start finally be playing Grow Trader while I'm I've, um, away at home because I can do that.
1: Yay!
0: So we're, we're gonna have more fun with other peoples. Mm-hmm. The new then I went from Boulder's Gate three to a different CRPG. <laughs> the only difference is this one has a much smaller file size. Well, that's not hard to do. It's really not that hard to do. I, we love Boulder's Gate three, but Jesus Christ! Like when you called the PS your PS five the Boulder's Gate machine, we that that's because it mostly <laughs> is just that i i say it without a shred of irony <laughs> it really isn't um anyway our socials real quick you can follow mm-hmm. sardo at autopsy garlands on twitter Where you'd t- tweet stuff every so often you can i do talk about i tweet gate. things it's
1: infected uh, like everyone else i tweet about i tweet about Baldur's gate and post pictures of the little ugly man that I keep drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it.
0: Draw your <laughs> ugly little fucker. <laughs> do just it. keep drawing that ugly little fucker. <laughs> it's great. That's your thing. And I feel like more people need to just do their thing.
1: It brings me joy and we should all do what brings us joy as long as it doesn't
0: hurt people. Absolutely. That's a great, that's, that's a good way to talk about it. You're also Marky yes. Falile for your art account. It's linked on your, I believe, normal Twitter.
1: Yes. Yes, so it is. It's, it's in Twitter if,
0: bio. So, you know, you could just follow the links to the first one and then you'll just can follow the other one. Yeah. Very easy. Follow me and. You will have no regorts. No regorts. Your Uncle Death, spelled with a K, on Twitch and on Blue Sky, you will be streaming tonight. Yes! I'm going to be making some drawings. and I'll be there. So if you you haven't got enough of these two Dunderheads, (laughs) or Thunderheads, depending on what you want to do. Dunderheads. (laughs) I feel like Thunderheads is like a Mad Max character. The Thunderhead doesn't it sound like one?
1: Like it card. does,
0: it totally does. Oh, that sounds like fun. Um, also, in turn, um, I'm at Strauss at Twitter, Blue Sky, and on Twitch. Um, do not bother going there tomorrow night. I will be traveling, mm-hmm. and the, I, my last stream was yesterday. So watch the vod. We play Jackbox yeah. games. We're gonna get it's a bunch time. of people, and we're gonna. Do some jackboxing. Yeah, it'll be good. Come jackbox with the boys. With the boys. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. You know, we're gonna we're gonna try to rope in as many people as we can. And in it'll turn, we're al- we're also um, and then when I get back, we're gonna be playing Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Huh. The Mean Keanu Chronicles begins on uh, I believe we get back on the fourth, so I believe it'd be that the Thursday after that. Mm-hmm. No, no, it would be the Sunday of the seventh, I believe. And then Sardo is going to be like, "Oh, he's so mean." <laughs> I love him. Yay! Yay! Anyway, folks, that is the Skeleton Crew podcast. Thank you all for coming. Yay! Can... Thank you, everybody. You can email us at skeletoncrewpodcast at gmail dot com. we you could just. Say things. You can say hi. You can say Newton. I don't know how to respond to that, but you could say it. We'll, we'll respond. I mean, I will yeah. because it's via my Gmail. So I'll be like, oh, that's neat. <laughs> Someone actually listened to this part of the episode. Yes. So, yeah. Anyway, folks, thank you all for coming. Sarah and I are going to probably watch bird videos now. Yeah. Goodbye.
1: Bye.